Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1992's Candyman, do me sell a favor. Pause this. Go watch it. It's currently on Netflix right now. Come back and join the conversation. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Satchel, you name it. We are out there. Today, Colt45 is powered by... The blood of the innocent. <laughs> and our guest is powered by... Uh, I got Venom Energy Plus Fruit Punch. Oh, shit. That's fancy. And as always, we're proud by you, the listeners, the fans, especially uh, Desmond Dunn. Uh, oh. Without you guys, we couldn't do this thing, especially our Patreons. Without y'all, we ain't shit. This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Oh my God. You, you are, are now, now listening, listening to, to Cult 45, 45 the, the only cult movie, movie podcast, podcast that puts it on your chest. chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to a spooky as fuck yet historical edition of Cold 45. I'm your host, Beat'em Down. Today, I'm joined by, as always, Random Randy Savage. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's Black History Month. It's officially upon us. It's going down, so you know we're doing black movies back-to-back for the entire month of February. And who better for this movie is somebody who I made a blood pact with a long time ago that I was going to have him on. Y'all known him a long time ago from the Samurai Cop episode. If you were a long time listener, you heard him. Folks, he was on the Nerdtastic Four, the Not Historians podcast. Your friend, my friend. Folks, he's down for Black History Month because he married a black woman. Ladies and gentlemen, Desmond motherfucking done. What's going on, buddy? That's right. That's right. I'm black by association. That's what I get Yeah, told. man. You I took the plunge. You took, yeah. <laughs> you took the true commitment. So any children yeah, signed uh, by you are officially a part of the club. So thank you. Thank you for your contributions. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, AfroHairStore.com. I actually do own that. That's me and my wife. So I guess I'm getting <laughs> oh, there. Yeah, you're in there. It's over. <laughs> yeah. You're, fucking, you're supporting the black business through and through, man. That's what's up. Bro, how the fuck you been, man? I know you've been in the I, wasteland of not podcasting for a while. What's going on, dude? Oh, man. Uh, life. Living it. You know, trying to get the work up, the money up, moved houses. Doing all of that, trying to make it survive. Word, it's bars, damn near, man. Bars. <laughs> it's so good to have you back on because we we agreed eons ago that if you uh, if, if I ever do yeah. Candyman, that you got to come on, and here we are. So I got to get into your first impressions immediately. Tell me why you wanted so badly to be on for Candyman, bro. Dude, it's a classic. Like it's a slasher movie, and the dude is one of the few people of color who is an actual, like, slasher villain. And also, I like the damn movie. It's a good-ass movie. It's a bad movie, but it's a good, bad movie. You can't not like it. That's my that's my opinion, but we'll find out at the end, I guess. Oh, yeah, we shall see. We shall see, especially with Randy. Random Randy Savage, your mm. first impressions with 1992's A Candyman. So when I first watched this uh, six hours ago, <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I, I don't... I don't understand why this was on a list of like horror movies and I had questions. I had questions, but at the end I was like, I get it. This is kind of cool. I can see where it could keep going. And then like, I'm now looking at the IMDb page and like, Oh yeah, they had the same ideas. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. Honestly, um, I never saw this movie. I didn't realize I haven't seen this movie until recently. I heard about it so much, but at the same time I made up my own story, what it was going to be about. Like it was basically him still chasing the white woman to a different outcome for a different reason. Mm. And um, this is one of those few movies that I had a, like a lot of pleasure in researching because there's a lot of stuff that I had questions about. And I did some fucking digging 
And my God, it made the movie even better for me. Spoilers. So without further ado, guys, let's quit fucking around. You ready to do this? Yup. All right, guys. So um, <laughs> right out the goddamn gate, the music sounds like I just like put in a PS One <laughs> Castlevania video game, bro. Because Philip Glass was getting it in. Yo, he did, but you know he got tricked into it. He said, he said he got tricked. Yeah, he was he was disappointed um with the final product, which I'm like, hmm, I wonder why. But uh, he don't give a fuck because he's getting them royalty checks now. Right, he's going to the exactly. bank with them damn. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, uh, y'all want part two? I will happily put the exact same copy and paste the same shit. <laughs> Fucking sequel piece of shit. Philip Glass was getting it in. This is some Symphony Night type shit that's popping off right out the gate, <laughs> and I don't know what to expect. And honestly. To be completely real with you guys, I'm cool with this because the last thing I want at this point, if it's going to be like in a uh, black area, black town, neighborhood, is like some funk music or some rap. I just need, this is nice. Well, you don't want the like the theme song to uh, Good Times or anything like that playing mm, as they fly over? That. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to circle cool back G around. rap telling you about the candy man? Yeah. We're, we're going to circle back around for that one. But, um... We basically get like, you know, a shot of bees and Tony Todd with this fucking, I'm, you know what? The fact that he's not doing narrations, a goddamn crime. That is true. Uh, yeah. It's a crime. It's a fucking crime. I'm saying like Tony Todd has a, has a excellent like subwoofer rattling voice. <laughs> <laughs> he like, does. If you guys. This is my favorite part when the panties drop. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if he was copperhead, it'd have been a whole nother fucking show, bro. Yeah. Ah, Jesus. But, um, you know, he's basically laying out like, how he rolls. You know, like every victim he cuts, he starts from the rooter to the, no, the tutor to the rooter, actually. Yeah. Yep. He goes in reverse. Nuts to mouth, man. Jesus Christ. God damn. If you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, I got annoyed immediately. I'm not going to lie to you guys because I didn't know, I didn't know to what pretext here because we have the, the weird stereotype, Randy, that uh, black men constantly pursue the white woman. And he's oh, like, uh, see, I thought that was just me. Okay. No. <laughs> no. I didn't realize it was a stereotype. I thought it was just something I had a problem with. No, unfortunately, uh, you fell into the <laughs> unknowingly. Unknowingly. Yeah, I was like, I get this movie. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but he's, he's basically like, I'm, I came for you. We see the bees descend on Chicago. And uh, we see like <laughs> over the fucking skyline is this fucking white chick. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I was already annoyed. But I was like, let me just hang in there and just see what the fuck this is going. Uh, <laughs> so we cut to our girl and she's being explained uh, by this uh, college chick. This uh, little, you know, this urban urban legend, right? Right. Can yeah, we talk yeah, about how, how whack this segment was? Like, let's let's start with you, Desi. Like, you got to okay. admit well, that this part's trash. <laughs> One, one, it has Theodore Ted Ramey in. All right. You can't go wrong when you got a Ramey brother in the movie. Two, this, I didn't see it. I didn't see this anywhere. There's a goof in this scene. And now I know you're going to say there's lots of goofs, but I'm talking about an actual like error in the filming. And you got to be like over 30 to notice this because she's recording the story from this woman and that damn record button ain't pressed. That red button is not on. Oh. The red light flash. If she just got the big play button on, I'm all like, you ever owned a Walkman? You ever taped the radio? You know that's bullshit, right no, there. It's, it's absolutely, it's absolutely inaccurate. But I was too busy. <laughs> I, I was too busy getting like more upset over. The, okay, so basically, I got triggered because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> so we find out that this chick, this babysitter, who is clearly 34 years old. <laughs> 
How old is your babysitter? She's supposed to be. No, supposed to, she's, she's, supposed, she's in high school. It's supposed right? to be high schoolers. It's supposed this to be is high like schoolers. the CW high school where they pick like thirty-five year olds. Yeah, right. where they got ball spots and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I was hurt because like this chick was dating uh, some other guy for six months, but all it takes is some asshole on a motorcycle. Not even a handsome one. It's Ted Raimi as the bad boy, and she gives up the goods. But before he pulls his penis out, she hits him with the, the fucking story of Candyman out of nowhere. It's not fair because because all all no. all the brain power, all the blood, everything is straight onto the penis. So he's like, I'll say, I'll say it. Fuck it, can't candy man. Whatever, can't can touch yeah. your boobs. So so we're gonna Try. do anal, right? That's what that's what's happening here. <laughs> you look in the mirror and I, I get you in the brown. Okay. And he was trying. He was trying, boy. Like this movie is a tease, and this is the first. Just strap in. <laughs> It's stupid. But he says it four times. He's like, oh, no one can get to five. And I'm like, what, is, what does that even mean? And she tells him to go downstairs because she has a surprise. None of this makes sense. But she has to no. die. She needs to die immediately. All what this was her done. surprise? Her shooting period blood through the ceiling. I don't know. Like, it was... <laughs> I mean, she's butt naked. He's already grabbing on him. And she's like, I got a surprise for you. I'm like, what is that surprise? is not good. That unless there's a, like, unless there's your cheerleading buddy in the closet, I don't think I want this surprise. <laughs> exactly. Right. This this this, stra- this definitely involves strap-ons. Like, yeah. there's no way. Absolutely, you're not gimp yeah. suit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, foreplay gets destroyed because uh, she gets yapped up by the candy man because she wants to say it one more time. <clears throat> and honestly, right at this point, guys, I realized that the rules do not fucking apply because that makes no sense. She only said it once. Billy only said it four times. Why is K-Man here wrecking the shit out of this chick? It doesn't matter, guys. It's the end of the goddamn story. So we find out that Helen is a graduate student that is basically doing research on urban legends. And she meets up with her uh, homegirl, the fine-ass Bernadette, played by uh, Carrie Lemons. No, no, is it Carrie Lemons? Cassie Lemons. Cassie Lemons. You want to know a fun fact about Cassie Lemons? Please tell me. Did you know that she was one of only three pre-approved black friends for white women in the early 90s? The other one is in this film, Vanessa Williams. And the last one is, of course, Stacey Dash, who is much finer. Nope, you're, you're missing one. Good old Rachel True. No, Okay, so there's four. There's yep. four. but It's only four. It's only four. <laughs> That's the, it. The fantastic four. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and when you combine them, you get the key of time. That's right. The key of time you want to have sex with. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, but shout out to Cassie Lemons, who, <laughs> ironically enough, we were we were supposed to do um, Eve's Bayou, but I made a I made a audible, unknowing to myself. Cassie Lemons is the director of Eve's Bayou, and she also directed that. Harriet that just came out uh, last year. So good on her, good on Cassie motherfucking Lemons, man. But um, they're basically trying to get their goddamn thesis together, and like if you ever see Midsummer, you understand that people are willing to do. The thesis paper, no matter what. I've never been to graduate school, so I don't know how crucial this is, but apparently it's real. Yeah, and if you don't want to watch Midsommar, it just watch this one instead. It's better. Oh, go fuck, <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm in graduate school, and I work at a university, so I get it. Like, they, they literally, there was a fire smoke in our building, and people were like, I can't leave. I got my thesis due. Holy shit. Okay, so it's real. All right. It's real. Yeah. Speaking yeah, to the light. No. Sacrifice yourself. <laughs> so, Desi, did you have any foreshadowing uh, sexual relationships with your students? Because <laughs> no, I'm not a teacher, yo. I'm... Oh, you trying to get <laughs> to that no, level? I have, I have not. I have not. Okay, you're trying to get there. So we, <laughs> so we have Trevor, who I didn't realize until looking it up. Trevor was actually the um the bitch ass mayor that's under uh, Negan's thumb in Walking Dead. Oh shit! 
Yeah, I thought he him. was just the stepdad in Terminator 2. Right? That's how I recognized him. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Man, he's been getting around, dude. But, yeah, man, he's playing Trevor. And Trevor is clearly banging Stacy. It's very clear. Like, they, they don't – they try to be – like, they, honestly, if, if they didn't linger the camera on her running up the stairs with whatever little butt she had, I, it would have been, like, a nice twist. Boy, this is the early 90s. If you're looking for booty, you're in the wrong decade. Man, you ain't lying. Seriously. It's it's almost disheartening. <laughs> like <laughs> Even more reasons for black people not to go back in time. Moving on. There's <laughs> racism and no asses. But um, so we basically see her working on her thesis, right? And uh, a custodian comes in. She overhears. Oh, you're talking about the candy man, right? I feel like she's, she's just working on a project. And we have our, like, just magical negro that shows up which is odd sub she's like, you know, sub magical she's like she's, she's like sub magical she's like, like she uh, magic she sensitive. shows up with the plot that's what it yeah, was yeah. she's plot magic yeah yeah she's magic sensitive it's like yeah. goodwill hunting for horror story <laughs> oh, i hear you looking for something to do here have this key right so it's <laughs> But but she basically is like, oh, he's on with the candy man. And she brings in another custodian who's like, <laughs> who's more approximate to the situation, right? And Kitty uh, breaks it down how some chick in a bathtub got yapped up. Try to call for the cops. We, well, we, st- story as old as time. Nobody listens. Nobody comes until it's way too fucking late. And she got split the fuck up like a hot dog. Poon to mouth. It's rough. So, um, but we find out that all this is happening at the Cabrini Green Projects, right? And right. it's a big deal because Cabrini Green, back in them times, was one of the most notorious gangster-ass places to be. Now, they, I'm, I'm going to put it this way. I'm not going to lie to you because um, I found out that they actually um, did actually go to Cabrini Green to film this. Because like, when they got there, I was kind of taken aback. I'm not going to lie to you because I, I was like, there's no way it's that bad. There's no way... There's that much graffiti everywhere. Impossible. But it's true. They actually had to hire the gang members that were there <laughs> so they can just be able to film this shit without any kind of issues. But the last day of shooting, pun intended, somebody from the rooftop shot into one of the vans on their last day. No. Can't do it. Yes. I'm out. It's pretty fucked up. Just like just a going away prison. Pretty fucked up. So right out the they gate, always know. <laughs> going away, president. Never come back to this motherfucker. Stay the fuck out. <laughs> How are they gonna call you for reshoots on that? that? That's a nice point. Whoever did that, uh, whoever did that <laughs> shot, probably found out he didn't get paid as much as the rest of them. That's probably where that bullet came from. That's what it was. Right. So we get like really early in the movie, guys. We get the uh, microfiche segment. That's normally towards the end of the film. Right. But we get, <laughs> we, we get research right out the you know thesis paper right out the gate, and um, Helen and Bernadette are chilling right, and she's showing her all of the research that she found. And she's showing her that the little fancy, you know, swanky pad that they live in, um, this little, uh, it's like a, you know, a rich condo on the Gold Coast of Chicago, right? Right. She's like, check this out. It has the same layout as the Cabrini Green Projects. This was supposed to be a housing project, but it was too close to the white folk. So they changed things around. You know, That's better windows. Hell is old as time. That's what red. Li- that's how you get them red lines out. You know, you gotta oh, make yeah. sure you do it right. Yeah. So, um, she's trying to show her friend Bernadette that, like, hey, because like her whole point is to disprove, um, that urban urban legends, especially like in poor neighborhoods, <clears throat> are being mm. done so we can cope with how fucked up things are, right? So she's showing Bernadette 
that, hey, check this out. So they're saying that the killer came through the wall, right? It wasn't magic. Peep this. She moves her mirror to show that there's an actual hole in the fucking wall. And she <laughs> she uses her privilege of protection to like open up the other side with no worries. And to show that the, you know, the, the killer came in through, you know, that little hole in the wall, right? Right. I like That's how Bernadette is like, I don't want no part of this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like right at the gate. Well, someone's got some sense. You know, it's the whole let's split up gang thing. He's like, no, hell no. Like, bitch, what are you doing? Right. So, yeah. but, but you know, they play a trick on each other and stuff. They goof around and they finally do it. They both look into the mirror and it's time to say the candy man five times. Right here, Bernadette shows that she's truly 100% black because she does. She only goes four. And I love how Helen leans in. <laughs> candy, One more time. Candy man. And then gets mad that old girl stopped at four. It's like, can you blame her? Can you? No, blame hell no. I mean, if. If somebody told you that saying this phrase four times is going to unleash a murderous demon, why even bother? Why fuck with it? Don't even bother with that. Exactly. Like, even if magic doesn't exist. Quick question though. Fine. Let's. I, I I gotta ask the room before we do this. So like, who 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 actually went through with the Bloody Mary thing? Yeah, I done that. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I've never done it. <laughs> I say Bloody Mary, Candyman, Beetlejuice, all them mm-hmm. shits. I don't care. I said Candyman because, like, you know, as a kid, I was like, I'm. He's not gonna kill me because <laughs> from Jump Street, I thought he was a slave out for revenge. Oh shit, Randy. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this. This is this is our grudge. This is our this black is grudge, the grudge movie. <laughs> yeah, it's black grudge. You're right. This is our black, black gr- grudge. Holy yeah. shit! Here it is. There's our answer. Somebody made it. Like, Somebody actually on. made a black grudge. Somebody yeah. had to have made this movie at least once. Thought about, you know, what if a slave came back from revenge? But I want, I want like a slave uprising more than anything else. Fair enough. That's called Django. Or, or uh, no, 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 like the Good Birth. Of I a want Nation. Walking Dead, but they only specifically go for white people. Oh, <laughs> here, here was my first eyebrow raising moment. So. This is the second time where the mirror is being used, but things don't happen the way it should. So we have Billy with four times, old girl with one. She dies, right? Yeah. Helen okay. says it five times. She gets in the bed. I'm waiting, dude, legitimately waiting for her to get yapped up, slapped around, something. Instead, we get Trevor drunk as the fuck, plopping on the bed, smelling like God knows what. And uh, it was our fake out. Nothing happens to her. She's fine. And I'm so confused at this point. Whoa, whoa, the plot isn't ready yet. You have to let it simmer. Oh, man. I, this, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was like, it's like, he, I, it's just like the grudge. It needs it needs energy. It needs fresh blood to fuel its rage. Dude, That's right. Yeah. It's equivalent to a black person in a barbecue, like smoking food. <laughs> like, you got to wait a while. You got to smoke. You got to smoke the big leaf five, right. five, six hours, exactly goddamn. Right. You got to wait till the, the cigarette ass fall in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. As a smoker, if you cannot barbecue with the full ash hanging out of your lip, you ain't ready. That's a fact. That's an actual fact. So they head to Cabrini Green. Bernadette is armed to the teeth. (laughs) She ain't playing no games. Even funnier, she didn't share any of those weapons in that fucking bag. (laughs) No. Hell no. Helen has the most powerful weapon, white privilege. There you go. It can only go so far. They're going into the, to the grimiest of grime, bro. But uh, <laughs> Bernie is like, not only are we going, bitch, you got us just like cops, you stupid bitch. This is not going to work. And I love that moment of truth, right? Where Helen's like, well, we could just stop and turn it around right now and go home. 
And I, I want to take that clip and just like edit it to like make it at the end of the movie. Right. Where she says all like what like right. it, it fast forward to saying all right and then just yeah. like goes straight to the end. <laughs> Bro credits. credits. Play us out, Philip Glass. <laughs> credits. Go on down, get on down the road. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking WB frog just showing yeah. up and Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> So they go hard into the goddamn hood, man. And uh, I put them on those. God damn, this place is in horrific shape. It's bad, guys. It's legitimately it's bad. bad. It's bad. Like the graffiti's holding the building together. <laughs> yeah, right. That's low bearing spray paint. It's low bearing. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's rough, man. The fucking uh, uh, elevators don't work. This is real life, guys. This is the ri- oh, this is not a movie set. Not a set, <laughs> right? Because it looks like a set from Saw. Like it, it's it's insane <laughs> that people live here, and it's fucked up. Because dude, Cabrini and like, Green, and then like ten years later they got an upgrade and added all the Asians and made this the set of the raid. That's <laughs> <laughs> this okay? All right. Shout out to Chicago. Shout out to everybody in Chicago. And I'm sorry for my ignorance with uh with the Cabrini Green projects. Because there is so much story with this actual motherfucking building. Because like when they first did it, when they first made the Cabrini, uh, Cabrini Green uh, projects, it was actually great in the beginning, right? Everybody like liked it. Everybody was like happy with everything was because it was like it was affordable. It was nice, you know. Obviously, you know because of like segregation and corruption and all sort of shit. Even though it's a democratic area, they left that thing with no type of like help, no type of resources, and just left yeah. them there, fucked them over. Also spray painted the addresses instead of using like you know nice metal fucking artistry and shit like they purposely made it look like you know utilitarian quote unquote we know what the fuck that means prison like shit and it just got out of hand to where i didn't notice in 81 um it was like this <laughs> some white lady uh mayor who looks like betty white i forgot her name but she was like, I'm going to live there. Just let y'all know this shit's on the up and up. Bitch was there for three weeks. She got the fuck out. She got the fuck out. They did police raids in this motherfucker. They they treated this thing like shit. And thus, what happened has happened here, folks. And it's pretty fucked up. What's even more crazy, guys. I found this out today on my research. Because Cabrini Green sounded familiar. And I couldn't figure out why. That's because it was the setting for good times. Aww. What the fuck? Guess it's not good times anymore. (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit, dude. Broke my soul in half, man. No, because these cats were not J.J. Walker, man. Not a a goddamn one. They were all James with no family values. Just hard, (laughs) hard brothers, dog. (laughs) It was a hard times, not good times. Jesus. Hard. <laughs> so Helen comes in here with just fucking steel spine. And she's just snooping around, taking photos, which is like the last thing your ass should be doing in the goddamn hood. Point blank, period. You don't you do not do that. That's how you die. Mm-hmm. This movie should have been over right here as well. Where she gets shot five times in the chest. You just need, you just need like six different cuts with endings. This should have happened in this movie. Also, what made me mad, um, notice how the guys, like, if anybody, everybody's watching this, notice how the, the, the gangsters talked. Just notice how they spoke, okay? Pretty normal. Even when they were calling up the stairs to let people know that the cops were there. Yeah. Yeah. Talked pretty fucking normal, right? Like Maybe regular urban people. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, regular urban speak. Yeah, like nobody, yeah, right. nobody gave them direction on how to talk. So keep in mind, just keep in mind what I say with that. Just, just, just hold on to that. It's very important for me okay. personally. So <laughs> she's snooping around, and she, they go into the fucking murder, ho- uh, the murder um, apartment, which is also not too far from reality, guys, because a lot of the vacant places in that project they did not lock the goddamn doors. I mean, somebody's just gonna break in anyway, bro. Oh. I mean, what if if you have anything of value, it's probably not a good idea to keep it there anyway. Both of y'all make me sick. So <laughs> anyway, so she's in there, right? She's snooping around in the fucking murder uh, apartment. She does the mirror thing, and it looks horrifying in there. What does she decide to do? Oh, she goes in the murder hole. Yeah. God damn. And this Life is five minutes. Glass. With a five minute time limit. Five minutes is an eternity, guys. That's a long fucking time. Oh, bitch, uh, 30 seconds. If you don't hear nothing from me, I'm dead. All right? It's going to take her like a minute to get through the hole. I figured, yeah. Also, you don't go into the fucking war chest that Bernadette brought with her? Are you serious? No. I'm like, bitch, give me some. a flashlight. What does she need? A camera and a flashlight? No, a camera and a taser and a gun. Give me the gun. She's hunting ghosts. She's not worried about being raped or beaten or anything like that. She's just hunting ghosts. What's a ghost going to do? It can't go through walls. (laughs) Oh, you're so. You're so. You're so right. Helen came equipped like ghost hunters, and fucking Bernadette came like she was going to the fucking projects. (laughs) Nobody was hunting ghosts. One was trying to get out alive. (laughs) So fucking um, Helen's like, she's going deep, 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 deep to where she walked. Okay, on some real shit. Even if I had the stones to go deep, once I go through the hole and look back and see it's a whole motherfucker screaming face. I got to oh. go home. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Jesus. And she just does some more snooping and we find candy with razors in it. Honestly, unnecessary. That was like the only like waste of time. I call bullshit on that because ain't nobody who ever lived in housing, the projects, the country, anywhere seen candy like that without some fucking mice or raccoons or some shit eating it. You would have just found a bunch of plastic, a little bit of pieces of a wrapper and a bunch of turds and rat piss. That's it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's so totally fair. That's unless unless the first recon mouse came back with a fucking slit mouth like the joke. Unless of shit. course that is haunted candy. That that that's literally just it's ghost candy. You're right. I didn't take I didn't take that into account. That is hilarious. So at this point I was thinking like, okay, so the candyman's powers are that he can absorb urban legends. Like he becomes urban legends. That's why I was like, all right, so razor blade and the candies that's something uh, like uh, legends that keep passing on. Good. It's like he's his abilities are based on people's rumors and theories of him. I was like, well, Candyman has a giant hook. Well, now he has a giant hook. Well, Candyman can go through walls. Now he can face through the walls. And it's like Candyman likes to kill you, like rip your penis off and cut you all into bits and pieces. It's like, well, now he can do all of that shit. You know what? That would have been cool. Yeah. But that, that, that's not the case. Because like the, the candy was there for nothing. But like Randy, you know, being the movie watcher he is, like tried to hold on to something that seemed important. But it was a knock nope. as fuck. No, if you watch Candyman and think candy has anything to do with it, you are fucking wrong. Yeah. I was like, where does the candy part of this come into play? It, it, it's it's there, guys. They didn't even like they didn't even play the song Candyman. <laughs> right? No, they didn't. They didn't even play the Michael Jackson Man in the Mirror. They didn't even play Candy Girl. They didn't play shit. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that way too much. Uh, <laughs> so look, man, I would have punched Helen dead in the eye 
at this point earlier in the movie because like Bernadette's sitting there waiting. Why does bitch bust her head through the mirror? Bernadette! <laughs> Fuck you! Like, bitch! Dead. This is like, oh, been I, dead. I, I'm sorry. I know. I, oh, that would have tased her in the nose Cap, there. Right in the I face. I know. She got the Punisher person. She didn't pull shit out. <laughs> she had no time. But a lady yells at them. The one that we saw earlier, because she had like a dog bark at him. And honestly, that's the type of dog you should have if you live in Cabrini Green at that point. Dear God. You right. you need a mongrel on your side. Yep. You need that dog from the sandlot. Fuck yeah, man. So you need Cujo. Uh, <laughs> so we find out that uh, this is Anne Marie, played by fine ass Vanessa A. Williams. She still looks exactly like that today, which is just. She does. Mm. Just fine. But, um,. We find out, like, I love how it's like we teleport into, like, a different dimension inside, right? Because you see, like, you saw the next door goddamn uh, bathroom, mm-hmm. and it's like, clearly, uh, Ruthie Mae was on crack, because, like, that, like, there's no way they got that decrepit in, like, a couple days. And she was in the tub? Ew. I thought it was, like, at least a year. Like, it hadn't been that long. Maybe. Maybe I'll I, I, I'll give him that. Like time time gets very timey wimey. But you're right. Him. There's no way that like unless she was just shitting everywhere. There's no way that like her entire place is just grimy like this. I mean, if you watch the rest of the movie, that's going to be an entirely a real possibility. True. Oh yeah. And and and, and if he <laughs> with the order direction that the hook goes, depending on what she ate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they bump into Anne Marie, right? She's a single mother. Just trying to hold it together, man. Just struggling. She's wearing her work uniform. She's clearly a waitress. There's a lot going on, you know. But the house looks nice on the inside. But no, that's um, how you do. What are you talking about? I know, but it's just I just wasn't ready for that. And like also at the same time, it was, I felt like that was like a lesson in subverting expectations. Okay, so that was another thing. Was like I was thinking that the Candyman was actually a culmination of all these people. Like, oh, man, you're making word. better movies. Like, she was she was the American dream. The like what black people could be and then like the jake characters like what black people it's like the, the childhood like the, the innocence of it and then Candyman is the raw seething rage of black people and i was like wow, you, wow. Know, you know randy you should have made this movie <laughs> yeah we need to get you to talk to uh jordan uh, jordan Peele. Yeah, jordan for yeah. the second one. Oh, i can't wait to talk about uh i'm gonna try to save it to the end on on jordan's angle for this one it's gonna be fun go for oh, it shit. yeah yeah so you know, we we basically meet baby Anthony because this is gonna be a fucking thing. And also, I made a point to talk about how the the actual gang members downstairs how they talked. I did not appreciate how they made Vanessa Williams talk in this fucking. Film. Okay, I had that mm. in my notes too. Uh, I do not know what accent that is. That is not. Is that Chicago? I don't think that's Chicago, right? No, that was like Slavery. southern nineteen eighty <laughs> like eighteen eighties Louisiana. And I was like, what are, what's going on? Where are you from? She's supposed to be a runaway slave from Mississippi? I don't get it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was I was kind of getting in my feelings. I was like, well, this movie was made in 92. Directors had different directions back then. It's okay. Just let it roll. Just let it roll. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, the Song of the South? I want you to talk just yes. like that. Uh, <laughs> Do you God. know who Uncle Remus is? Jesus Christ. So she explains about the murder that she heard next door. It makes it, I mean, honestly, we're we're, we're 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 doing a lot of world building on the horrors and shit, which is pretty fucking cool. I have no problem with that part, right? So we cut back to <laughs> to a dinner where Trevor, <laughs> sorry, Trevor, fucking white people being white people. Yeah, Trevor, Helen, and Bernadette are there with their friend Purcell, and God, 
Damn it, I wanted to punch Priscilla in the fucking mouth. He is yeah. one of them. He is the worst. <laughs> but he's also hilarious because I felt like maybe <laughs> Gulliver Chevalier has like some type of relation to this cat because they're the same Have you guy. even read my research? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to bury me. <laughs> Real quick, fast forward, guys. Uh, he's in the sequel. He gets his. Good. I hope he gets it so hard. <laughs> but the sequel is butt cheeks. I couldn't watch it all, guys. And it, it was set in New Orleans for some fucking reason. I couldn't do it. They had they a, had a, they got that's where the sequel. real Creole magic comes from. Bro, why you bullshitting? There's a there's a like a he's not a narrator, but there's a, a radio personality that pops in and out that you never see. He's called the Kingfish, and it's he's laying down some thick Harry Cotter Jr. accent, bro. Just like you know, the Kingfish don't do that, now, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, the man with the hook. Why don't you just chill out, baby? Just have some gumbo. I'm like, oh, fuck this movie. I couldn't do it. I had to get out. I had to get out. I had to get the fuck out. Why don't you get some of them beer names? Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> get you a poor boy. Relax that cheap. Get you some over there. That's right. You got to get the filet powder out. Yeah, fuck all that. So, um, but yeah. So, Purnell, I mean, Purcell's being a complete douchebag. But he does give us some world building. Breaking down the actual story, Candyman. Also, poo-poo on Helen if you're doing this big-ass fucking thesis. Really? Really? The guy that you know, he didn't read his fucking paper from two years ago about this shit? You dummy? Another funny thing. That was real. That was real. Another funny thing, we never got his real name until the sequel. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always referred to as Candyman. When he did the backstory, yeah, Candyman was a... (laughs) He was the son of a slave. Like, wait a minute. What was his name? His name was Candy. His last name was Man. Yeah. So, so Desi, tell us the backstory of Candyman, if you will. So uh, apparently his father was a slave who came up with a machine after the Civil War for making shoes. They got rich and Candyman was a painter. He got good life, good education, and he became a painter and he was hired by rich families to paint the portraits because, you know, that's what they do. Yep. Mm-hmm. And anyway, he started painting <laughs> this white woman and uh, they apparently made a baby, as one does, but her daddy did not like this. And so he hired some dudes to... Uh, yeah, hit a lick hired. on the candy man. Yeah, he hired them dudes to, he didn't have to, to hire lick on shit. Candy. He just had Probably to call. Probably not. Them. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Well, I well, don't know how it works. Well, they wanted to do it for free, basically. He had to go to the Rotary Club and just be like, that. <laughs> Put his chocolate seed in my baby. <laughs> Put his foul seed inside of my pure snow. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and then they, 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 took, <laughs> they took they they took the man and they cut off his hand. I guess because he's a painter. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why. Either that or he was doing some Bill Clinton stuff in any way. Like, yeah, up, uh, or, were, or the guy see brought a bar from like from Agrabah. I was like, yeah, yeah, nice. I don't, Y'all are so stupid. <laughs> I mean, we just going full Disney reference, so I have no idea, but. <laughs> they ended up covering him in honey from a nearby beehive. I don't know why they keep mentioning that it was nearby, but uh, they did that. They wouldn't be sure it wasn't that far. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like anyway, they, they they don't want to they don't want to stretch this movie. They don't want to make any kind of stretches in this movie. It was a nearby like apron have, and, uh, right this across wasn't the way. sensual at all. No one was rubbing honey on this dark chocolate god. <laughs> it wasn't gay. Shut up. Yeah. Know I know he was naked all- too. Take off all his clothes. Now smear him in honey. Like, wait, honey. wait. wait uh, Cecil. All the nooks and Lord, crannies. What, what, is, what is going on? it in his mouth. <laughs> Yo, Cecil, where are we going with this? You, sh- you hush up now. You shut up. 
Give me that hook. <laughs> now place his hand yeah. so so gently on my on my nether region. The bees came and did what bees do, and apparently he was highly allergic or some shit, or just got stung to death. Uh, and that was it. That's how Candyman died. And then he, apparently he became a ghost, urban legend, slasher man because of that. I don't I don't know how that part works. At, well, you know, uh, ipso facto, yada, 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 he becomes a ghost somehow. You know, he, well, he was mad. He was mad and he got into bees. I don't fucking know. He got into bees, I guess, right? I guess his soul I transferred to the bees. I it was like the fact that he was burned with honey. Oh, yeah, they burned and, him at the stake, too, oh, because fuck us. Him, yeah, yeah. Like, and they spread his ashes over that plot of land. Right. Well, that yeah, but I get that, but I still know how you become a ghost. I'm sure other people died there. He died in a, a, a grip of rage. I'm sorry, I'm taking it from rage. <laughs> I, you know what I felt bad about? I was thinking about this. Like the story kind of spoke to me, right? Because it's, it's messed up. Like this dude came up, invented something, got money, gave his kids a good life, right? And then boom, he, all of a sudden, because he fell in love with the wrong girl, you know, because she was white and he's black. I fucked up. I'm like, think about it. If they come now and see all the stuff we got, right? Right. So, like, life would be so different. Like, have Obama, hip hop, Pat Mahomes and shit. They have Black Raw. He, shit, he got killed for something we pay Lexington Steel to do. This is fucked up. So, I wasn't thinking that far, but I was thinking about <laughs> this. I was thinking it was all an urban legend that was created by the dad since he was on such he was smart enough to create an invention that made shoes he was smart enough to create the urban legend and then use it as a way to cover his killing of these white people oh wow you you are doing too much on your end yeah man like, like it was all an urban so legend wait, so it went so it went from black grudge to black jigsaw like black saw right Black saw. Black saw. <laughs> you didn't even try this. <laughs> I don't know what you Like, I don't know where to go with this. It's Nig saw. It's okay. It's Nig saw. That's what you wanted to say. It's okay. We got your back. I like that. It's a lot better. It's a lot better, but but yeah, I, I appreciate you deferring. But, uh, <laughs> so look, man, we find out that, uh, it was none of these movies, by the way. None of it. None, none of this happened. No, it's his own movie. Candyman is Candyman. All right, so, you know, our girl has to go back to Cabrini Green because she wants to take more fucking photos because she ran out of film when it got creepy, you dummy. And she uh, runs into little boy Jake, right? Jake is like, uh, you know, she ain't here. She'll be back. And she's like, well, you know anything about the Candyman? Because, you know, Jake don't want to talk because, like, no, the the no snitching policy has always been strong in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake knows what's up. That's another urban legend that's through the black community. No snitching. Yeah, but it's it, it's 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 I don't know. Like a, a part of that, I feel like it came from the uh, uh, the when they see us. Oh, when they see us, yeah. When they see us, it's like I can understand why you don't want to cooperate with the police ever again. So like a part yeah. of me gets it, but at the same time, those guys this, are just nearby. Jesus, I know. But this is like some this is some ghost shit right here, man. So like the boy, it's probably one of the most fucked up scenes ever. So so the boy the boy's walking her through. Uh, Cabrini Green to take her to the, to show this uh, bathroom area where Candyman was was reported to be seen. Now, mm-hmm. there's a moment where I'm like, "What the fuck?" So there's like this huge pile of like shit, right? And oh, it could have yeah. just been left as a huge pile of just refuse. Okay, they just threw some shit out, right? Or they're tearing stuff down. They're, like this is like leftover shit. There there could have been a more uh, logical reason for this pile of shit, but. Instead, we have ADR where um, Helen's saying, oh, uh, are y'all going to make a bonfire? And Jake is like, yeah, because there's a party. None of this makes sense. So here, here's why this happens. 
so originally this movie's supposed to be set in Liverpool, London, <clears throat> where they do bonfires for the Guy Fox Festival. Yeah. That's what the bonfire is for, because like that was part of the original short story that Clyde Barker wrote. But they couldn't figure out how to make this make sense, so they just plopped it in there regardless. Because it's very they couldn't have just started a regular fire. They, exactly, yeah. it could have just been like a tenant fire, just like no. Just started a regular I, I, fucking fire. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm confused too. No, but like there, there was never a par- time Sorry. gets weird to where the, the the party should already have happened. Yeah, that's what I was I was I was thinking like wait. Don't yeah. we jump ahead at least like six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one month. But like, it, it's stupid. Like, they could have just—it could have just been a pile of trash because they're in the hood. Right. I mean, you ever been to the hood? There's just a pile of trash. It's always piles of trash. There's always like a, a like one guy. Like basically, somebody started with a mattress and it got out of hand. That's all they had to say. It's always a goddamn mattress. It's always a goddamn it's always mattress. a mattress because you don't know how to clean that shit and you just gotta get rid of it. That's fair. They don't pick it up. Ain't nobody ever called the dumps, called the city and say, "Hey, I need somebody to pick this up." Nope. No one calls the cops. Yeah, no, yeah, nobody no, calls. No. Don't we call got the a city. Don't bill. call the cops. Don't call nobody. Not even animal control. Yeah, so the, we the, saw the, that in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, so the, so the, the pile of trash is basically because of the no snitch policy. That's, that's basically what, what, we're, what we're teaching everyone here right, right now. Moving on. So like Jake takes us to this location, which is honestly the most hard, most horrific part for me was this part. Because he tells a story about this kid who's uh, retarded. And he goes to the bathroom by himself because his mom's sick and tired of him whining about how he has to go piss. Kid gets his dick chopped off. And we see not a kid acting. We just see a dummy of a kid laying on the ground with his mouth wide open and blood everywhere. The fact that the kid was a dummy is what fucked me up. <laughs> it's terrifying. This I just is- like how... We got Charlie Chop off over here, and you're like, I can't believe they used a dummy. That freaked me out. No, it, it just more, made it creepier. Because like, like the kid Jake was like, this is a fate worse than death, getting your dick chopped off. Yeah, and I was the, like, the fuck you been, Jake? What kind of life you been living? Yeah. But no, the, the reason it was terrifying is because they kept piping in the kid screaming mommy. And like, and then you just see a still horrible like wax figure. And it was just terrifying to me. Like The fact that it wasn't moving, but yelling mommy, fucked me up. But whatever. So we find out that the little kid's dick was also floating in the toilet. This is just, it's just a bad scene. <laughs> This is a bad scene. And what does Helen decide to do after hearing that goddamn story? Does she go home? No, this is where the ghosts are. Horrific yeah. scenes. This is, We've already established she is a ghost hunter. She is yeah. retarded. She takes her stupid ass into the bathroom. Also, Jesus Christ, whoever did this. Whoever the <laughs> oh, madman... Cause like this, this is the one unsolved mystery over the whole film. We don't find out who the culprit is that did this. Some guy, oh, took no, all the doo doo, and like ironically put sweets for the sweets to the sweets, and like thick caked doo. We ain't talking about smears, guys. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it wasn't a thin this font. Is, it this was. is this is Joey DiCarlo's bathroom stalker. Yeah, oh, to the nth oh. degree, to the oh. nth degree, bro. And like, that is fresh. That is fresh. Someone is going in there once a day with fresh shit and writing all of that every day. No oh, holidays, yeah. no comp time, no OSHA. That's fresh doo-doo butter, baby. Yeah. Every day. Lacquered. Lacquered on there because it was thick because when she opened the door, it had like a layer to it. I was like, yeah. huh. Oh, it ain't dry. Because she walked in and she just went, oh, oh. Every day, my masterpiece. Yo, first of all, I would have been like, nope. Fuck this whole bathroom. Because as soon as I would have saw that scene, I'd be like, all right, cool. That's all I need to see. I'm out. Like, <laughs> could you imagine the layers of piss on that floor? Because real talk, like, if I had to go piss, 
I'll, you know what? I don't even go in there. I'll just piss on the actual building. Cause, oh, yeah. all right. Hey, yeah. yo, that's that's what I was gonna say. If you had to, if you really like, you had a DQ belt buster for lunch and a gordita crap to dinner. Are you going? No, hell no. Nah. There's a pile of shit outside. Do exactly. That right there. Exactly. I'll shit on the you mattress. Not even keep, shit on you're the not. I'll wipe with that wooden stick, dude. I don't give a fuck about the, the the condition of my asshole, bro. I'm not sitting in that toilet, bro. And she no, opens she opens the pot. Dude, there's a doo-doo arrow. There's a doo-doo arrow pointing to the toilet, and she's like, let me open Where that. Where he deliberately didn't shit in. Right. No, and she there's opens a pile it. right next to it. My God. And she opens it. Of course, there's a bunch of bees in it. And like, I think one of the grossest, fullest magnum condoms I've ever seen in my life. I don't know. I, I can't tell Damn. what it was. Look, I don't, I don't know what it was. I was too, I was too discombobulated by all this doo doo graffiti and shit. I like the subtle brag you put in there. That you've seen many, many of the Magnum condoms. Like that's good. Very no, good. I haven't. No, 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 no. I, I just, I was trying to figure out what the fuck this was, and we're also in a black neighborhood. Right. So, <laughs> and it was a little boy's dig. So obviously, <laughs> massive when it started. <laughs> so, so we see, so we see. This man enter in, unaffected by the funk, which is already terrified. And the brother comes in with a trench coat, and he pulls out a hook. And I'm like, oh, snap. But I forgot how early it was in this film, because this is technically the end of a movie, in, in some instances, right? It just ended here. Right. Yeah, the real talk. Yeah, this is the end, this is the end of her life. But, like, real life. He, he rolls up, and his gang comes in. He's like, who <laughs> heard you looking for the candy man, bitch? <laughs> yes. And it's kind of funny. And he, like, hits her in the fucking head with the hook. He doesn't kill her. But I was so confused at first because um, <laughs> cause I had to rewatch this, like, 17 times where he hits her in the head. Because, like, you see dust fly out of the back of her head. <laughs> so, he like, they had, like, something hard or something, like, uh, or something, like, to protect her head when he does the swing. But it looks like he knocked a dandruff out this bitch head. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm almost sure she did get the shit like <laughs> completely gone. Knocked the psoriasis out of Scout. The bro. rest, the rest of the movie is just her death dream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah she because she should be dead. Honestly, she should have been dead from like fucking septus from touching the floor. But be that as it may, she gets knocked out, but she survives for some fucking reason. And then the little boy finds her on the bathroom floor, which is just kill me. I'm sorry, I don't care what happens if I touch that floor, my back murder me. <laughs> right. She got MRSA for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, bro. Hepatitis Z. They like all types of shit. Yeah, the coronavirus. This is how it started. Yeah, she just she just started the fucking coronavirus. So this is probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire fucking movie, guys. Sorry, it's probably one of my favorite fucking scenes. It's because like I can't think about Hollywood Shuffle and like just like how like these are the moments, (laughs) these are the lines you get. And these guys, the, the police lineup, they all have to say, we're, we're here looking for the Candyman, bitch. And, like, the first guy doesn't really want to, like, he's not into it. Yeah. Second guy says it as black as fuck, and it kills me. Before I step forward and set a line, we're here you looking for Candyman, bitch. <laughs> this is how you know the streets are fucked up. This is how you know everything's fucked up in, in the Cabrini Green. Because... After the lineup, 
old grizzled black cop who is like literally five years too old for this shit already. I mean, he's all the tropes. Two he weeks from retirement. Retire, he's only 35. <laughs> <laughs> right. His black has shattered to pieces. He has been through it all. So like he, 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 when she identifies the perp, he literally treats her like a toddler. Like, good job. Because he couldn't believe it. Because nobody talks. He was besides himself. He was just like, oh, yeah. he's just so used to it. You ID this? Oh my Whatever God. Whatever snitches. Oh my God. What do we do now? I've been on the force 25 years. It's the first time I've ever had anyone. We actually have a witness, guys. What do we do? Dude, but her eye looks like a giant swollen tortellini, dude. She got fucked up. Honestly, yeah. I think, I, honestly, I feel like. That wasn't from getting hit because she got hit in the side of the head. I think her eye touched the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's all infected. <laughs> you know, the only saving grace about that floor is that's the only reason she didn't get raped because it wasn't no one <laughs> the door. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you want? What do you want to do with her? I knew you just leave her there. I am not she putting my knees did. on this floor, nigga. Fuck that. I'm not fucking my Jabot jeans up on this shit. You saw what happened to Leroy when he got on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nigga, still in the hospital. You talking about no knees, Leroy? Yeah, no knees, Leroy. <laughs> the elevator's broken. He can't come back home. <laughs> His wheelchair. They had to wheel him somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. He had to move. <laughs> wheelchair disability. Moving on. <laughs> Don't give a fuck about justice being served. He's mad at the Helen snitch. He's he's furious, right? But yeah. she tries to call him now. He's like, the candy man's going to get me. And she's like, no, he's not. He's not real. And like, Jake takes that to heart. Like, he, what? He's not real. Also, we get a nice, neat, you know, wrap up because the little kid that got his dick ripped off. Um, <laughs> and the and the lady who got murdered in her tub was all, but you know, from this gang member who's just an, an asshole. Who, he's like, I'm not selling drugs. I'm just going to murder people horrifically. So they pin the murders on him, which honestly, I'm going to say that he did do it. I don't know. I feel like they couldn't get him for drugs or for like something petty. That he was doing in no, the project. They had everything. Like, no, they had. No, they literally laid out. They had a whole file ready for this dude, but no one will come forward. They could have arrested him forever ago because he was the leader of the overlords. Because it's, it's still ninety two guys. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so no, I think he's actually doing the murders straight up and down, like for real, for real. I think he's doing mm-hmm. the murders, and like he's using the Candyman moniker to you know get his uh you know basically the, the demography around. And this would have typically been the end of a a normal movie, right? She's going to get her little shit published. She's excited. Everybody's happy. You know what I mean? But her, uh, nah, y'all. Time passes. Her eye, not as disgusting. It's just, she got two different color eyes now. She got hit fucking hard. Bernadette is like, oh, snap, check this out. I I saved your uh, film because it's not digital, guys. I saved your film, put it on these slides. All is well. We're going to get published. Shit's going down. This is going to be great. She waves to Bernadette. She drives off. And there's a dude out in the goddamn distance with the most baritone of voices echoing all across this parking lot. Helen. And I like how she just can't really, like, she's not afraid. It's like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but she's in a dark parking lot going, who is that? Who? Uh, take your goddamn sunglasses off. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How are you asking who is that? You don't take the sunglasses off. You need. I don't know if I've survived my run-in with five black men in a dirty-ass bathroom. I would think I had the wrath of God behind me. So true. Who is that? And Try she already, something. 
And Shardy has enough balls to just roll up into the most gangster of uh, projects. But, but, but here's the deal. It's the actual Candyman, guys. And he has Cosby Quaalude level glamour on deck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got Bane's coat on, looking like <laughs> Willy Wonka's pimp cousin, sweet alabaster Wonka. He's selling that Oloopa booty. With his Bane voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Be my victim. But, um... Be my victim. He hits this because she's trying to leave. I, I, this is the one time she had enough fucking sense to get out, right? He right. hits this bitch with the hardest psychic blast. <laughs> she falls, she slams against the car. He hits her hard with the glamour, like bitch, take this. But bah. Also, I put in my notes. I think his, <laughs> I think the the vibrations in his deep ass voice has touched her clitoris at least three times. <laughs> Because she looks her like eyes, she's into it sometimes. Yep. Yeah, her eyes agree with you. Um, behind the scenes, um, they legitimately was hypnotizing uh, Virginia, and they will put her in a trance for some of these parts in the movie, to the point where some parts Virginia got too nervous, and she was just like sick and tired of like doing the trances, because she like, wouldn't remember a lot of things, and uh, she just didn't want no part of it. So, um, yeah, so... <laughs> He hits her with the glamour so hard, she, like, passes the fuck out. And she wakes the fuck up in the worst possible place of all time. On the bathroom floor, again, but covered in blood. And there's screaming. And we find out that, honestly, this is a horrific scene. This is a horrific goddamn scene. Like, just in general. Just seeing a mother screaming at a crib that's covered in blood. That is just a bad scene. On top of that, we have that big, angry-ass dog. Minus a dome. Most realistic-looking uh, foam head I've ever seen in my entire life. Looks pretty real. <laughs> so grizzly. Looks Did so- you Google if the dog they killed the dog? You were like, "Where's the PETA warning at the Bro, end?" Bro, I yeah, you know I had to do some digging. I was like, that looked yeah. a little too goddamn real. But yeah, it's a fake head apparently. Apparently, uh, <laughs> but like this this bitch sees a grieving mother. There's a dead dog, blood everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah. picks up the meat cleaver. Are you f- fucking retarded? Yeah. No, that's no, something white people do, though. This is the ultimate privilege scene, yeah. I've seen that in every horror movie oh. where it's like, or every bad crime film. And it's like, oh, I'm covered in blood. And there's a murder weapon. Maybe I'll just pick it up and put my prints all over it. Maybe I should just lick the handle just to be sure <laughs> that it has my DNA on it. Could be raspberry jam. Who knows? Could be- it could just all be a big prank. Who knows? Honestly, what's supposed to happen happens at this point. Like, like the, the Amory sees this bitch covered in blood holding a fucking meat cleaver. E- I mean, honestly, props to her. Because she abruptly gets on her ass and starts slamming her head against the ground immediately. And I love the half-assed, please stop. <laughs> she's she's already concussed. Somewhere else, like, she, she, like, oh, that's what it was. It was Kill Bill. <laughs> where, like, where, where she has, like, uh, Buck's head against the door, and he's like, "Please stop!" Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's that concussion talk, man. Like, yeah. Like, and she hits her in the arm with the cleaver because she's stupid. And then she like tries to calm her down by raising the meat cleaver over her head to calm her down. And that's with dick fingers. And for the first time in the history of life, cops show up on time. And well, they, they heard were, a white woman was in trouble. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> They heard they heard black fingers wrapped around golden blonde locks. They're like, someone's in danger. And they teleport to the fucking door. But they get her. And they arrest the fuck out of Helen. So, you know, we get like a really sad scene of... Uh, it, it's Okay, it's supposed to be sad, but it's funny to me. Like, uh, Helen's covered in blood. 
completely crying and sad. The most butch policewoman is like, take it, take off your brazier. <laughs> take it off. Lift, lift up your titties. She's just crying. Can I get Shrimp. a shower? Take, take off your underwear. Slide it to me. Can I get Dr. Detective? Bitch, take off your drawers. <laughs> just no type of, just intently staring at her. Lift up your titties. Left one, the right one. Now spread your cheeks. They cut that part out. That was that was in the the Brandon cut. That was in the extended. <laughs> Make it wink. Um. So yeah, she gets arrested weirdly. Like it's a like she got detention. That was weird. Do you understand, bitch? Honestly, would you not be confused, cop? Could you not be like, wait a minute, maybe it's gang retaliation and they framed her because they got one of the you know head of the overlords. You didn't work that angle. You didn't work that angle at all. These, this is very simple police work. Yeah. Woman with knife, dead dog, a crazy person standing over a person with a meat cleaver. I think we've wrapped this case up. Yeah. Yeah. Close. If she wasn't single-handedly responsible for having Cabrini Green being on lockdown and putting yeah, away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're right. She's you're a, right. She's you're got right. a hero complex now. She's trying to clear out all the, the <laughs> riffraff of the... <laughs> Also, That's right. Jody Foster was it the strong one or whatever? Yeah. So we, <laughs> so we get, we we find out that baby Anthony is alive but missing, and that's, I don't know how law works, but they let her leave. <laughs> that's, that, that's exactly right. How the hell did she get? What was her bail? They couldn't even hold her on the animal cruelty. They're just like, no, because no, no one cares if you kill a dog. It's fine. Yeah, this so is. <laughs> So, like, literally, she's only being charged for maybe assault. Yeah, yeah. it's a white woman, so yeah. even maybe less. Yeah, her 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 white privilege charge card is being in effect right at this moment. It's yeah. insanity. I'm really? like, excuse me? Like, how are you able to leave? And, like, no, she no, gets a full perp her, walk. She tried to call her husband, though, and it's like, it's 3 a.m., and yeah. it's like, uh, ain't nobody home. Yeah, he's in Stacy's guts. Yeah. But um, she gets a full perp walk, which is like, what? <laughs> so it's all over the news on the way out on the way out right and um also shout out to the shittiest news reporter of all time <laughs> i don't See, know now, this is where uh, i call bullshit because it's a black child um <laughs> no no one would do this nobody's reporting shit out of competing green let's keep it 100 but it doesn't matter we just need to let you guys know that well you know what? it's high profile because white ladies evolve moving on it's, yeah, it's like this white somebody we don't know who but this white lady left and now there's a baby missing. We won't tell you the color until after sports with Chuck. <laughs> I mean, you're right. There's $10 on the fact that they never mentioned the baby's name. Right. Bro, His it's... name is Antonio Willis. Oh, no. Never mind. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like how the lore is like, you remember anything? I blacked out. And then they kind of just leave it at that. Like, like baby Anthony being missing literally stops right here. Like, as far as the rest of the world's concerned, baby Anthony is just, is just whatever. It's just a missing black baby. Oh, well. Yeah. Which is kind of kind of accurate. Moving on. Yup. Moving on. So, we, so I guess to unwind, <laughs> Helen decides to look at her goddamn slideshows. Because, uh, you know, what really calms me down? Staring at 30-foot pictures of a murder scene. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't it's make like you look like a true crime crazy. podcast. Right. Nice. So, um... You know, we see that in the slideshow that actually there was a silhouette of a black man standing behind her. But it could still possibly be 
the the previous guy, but we know it's not because it's clearly Candyman because Candyman already fucking showed up forty four minutes into the goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. And we get okay. I gotta I gotta rate this jump scare ten out of ten, guys. I got to. It's literally in a reel of best jump scares. It is. A, I mean, your boy was not ready because <laughs> it 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 they did a, it is because first of all you you you're. Your expectations have already been subverted several times because we had the summoning and nothing fucking happened. You kind of forget about it. The bitch fucked up when she looked dead in that little black boy's eyes and told him that Candyman ain't real. That's what did it. That's mm-hmm. what summoned him. That's where she fucked up. The mirror ain't got shit to do with shit. Blew my no, mind. That's a good point. That's that's the point of the movie, right? Like I think is it's not saying his name or like the mirror thing, right? It's not believing in him. He runs on belief. Yeah, he's on he's on that Freddy Krueger shit. And he's like, bitch, you fucked up. Now I gotta fuck you up. Now and that's why I don't think the other murders were him, because he was just he was chilling. He was just living off the vibes. He lives off the rumor and expectations of the others. As long as they're within fear of him and his power, then yeah, he he's sustained. He is kept at bay. But it's like as soon as someone threatens him, because how do you defeat God? You just stop believing in him. And it's just like, oh, well, now I have to kill a bitch to make people believe in me again. Right. So when he shows up, he's like, yeah, by the way, bitch, I got the kid. So have fun with that. I need you to bring that little white ass over. Meow. So I can let the kid go. <laughs> so he hits her with the glamour yet again. She's in deep shit. But poor, 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 poor Bernadette shows up. This hurt it's me. It's not man. right. It's not right. It's hurt me, dog. Her fine ass goes in there. Just being a good friend, and she just Try. stops dead Try. in the tracks. It's like, you guys are basically hunting ghosts. How did you not expect this scenario? You expected to be murdered by gang members. How did you not expect this scenario? I mean, the way that she stood there, she she knew she knew it was all fucked up. She's like, God damn it! Like <laughs> she just she's like, I done fucked up. She gets murdered she's off like, camera. I really need this publication, though. I gotta get it right. She gets murdered off off camera, right? Which is uh probably for the best. But um <laughs> old girl is still holding a knife in her hand like a dumbass. And she passes out, she can't get her shit together. And we see Trevor come in like he was gonna help her some shit, because we don't know what's going on, but then she wakes up in the bed. I like how this is where her privilege starts to run out. But this is like her last <laughs> this is her last punch card on the white privilege thing. They don't take her ass straight to jail. They let her lay in her own bed for a little bit. What? She's tucked out. But she's handcuffed. She's handcuffed. She's handcuffed. Like that's that that that's the that, that's the compromise. Yeah. But she looks tuckered out. Let's let her nap it out a little bit. So when she wakes up, honestly, guys, I'm not okay with this. Like Bernadette's dead body. Jesus Christ. God damn. Jesus Christ. Did she have to be green? Fuck. It's bad. Her. She looks. She looks. Her. I mean, they, cause she, cause she just remained black. They have to make her look extra ghoulish. I thought like they drained like he she drained all the blood out of her and that's why they got the discoloration. He cut the melanin, not this bitch, bro. He fucked her up. He yeah, I mean it's some Jack the Ripper shit, yeah. Yeah, he so fucked. So like at this point I'm thinking, okay, so now Candyman's power is that he can infect white women and use them for murder. Which yes. would make sense. Which would make which sense. Which would make sense. And which it'd be like sense. the ultimate get out of jail free car, because like, ha, how you gonna arrest me now, bitches? Right. And honestly, um, that's where I was leaning to. I was like, okay, but this was kind of well, you know, I realize it's not the case because of the sequels, but I was still like, oh man, this is, you know, like if, if anybody's first verse view, this is what you would start to believe, you know, because like she gets committed and um, 
this. This is where I get a little annoyed because the baby has been missing, guys. She yeah. wakes up, goes to the guy to talk to the doctor. She's been asleep for a month. That baby has been gone for an entire month. How is it being kept alive? Just magic? Sure. Yeah. Psychic yeah. energy bubble, the same one they use to like keep Jean Grey alive. <laughs> yep. You're right. You're right. That and candy. It's got candy. It's oh, got yeah. candy. I know. There's no razor blades this time. And yeah. and whatever is in his finger. Moving on. So like she's Brother's she, milk. So this this is dope to me. This this is this is another good scene. So we find out. Oh yeah, because like when she was going uh going into the uh, hospital to get locked up and shit, like Candyman's like floating over this bitch, like trying to get a kiss, which makes no sense. And um, I cracked up laughing when he like <laughs> when he like slid down beside oh, her yeah, to go yeah, in the bed. Yeah. It is the funniest thing to me. He's out of the bed. So we see footage of what actually happened. Right, he's not there. So we're like, you know, as as a viewer, first time not knowing nothing, you're like, oh shit, she's doing it. She's doing yeah. the murders. This is crazy. Because she keeps conveniently having weapons, then waking up next to dead bodies. And I'm right. like, oh, I've been... Yeah, and, it's and, funny that the only time she doesn't have a weapon is when she goes into places where she should have a weapon. Mm, Goddamn, Desi, that's a great observation. <laughs> great observation. And honestly, it'll make it even more like frustrating if like she wanted to be in the killer in the end, right? Yeah. But uh, this is where everyone gets their expectations slapped in the mouth yet again. And it's kind of dope. She's like, I'll prove it to you. And she like goes into the mirror and says, Candyman five times. Nothing happens. And I love just the disappointment in her face and the other frustration and boredom on the doctor's face. But then. Bitch, are you crazy? Get it through your head. You crazy. <laughs> Yo. This is probably one of the most, like. This is horrific to me because you know he started in the B-hole. <laughs> you know it. You know it in your soul. And the mm. grunting from Candyman just made me very upset. Yeah, you know, every time. Every time he does it. God, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. And it gets confirmed. It's like now I can't watch Black Raw at all because it's just... Oh. <laughs> It's confirmed, though, guys. It's confirmed that it's it's sexual feelings. There's good feelings in this. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. Because uh, cause, uh, in one conversation, he, he says pain is exquisite. And in the second part, like at the end, somebody makes a particular face while doing things. It feels that, good. Uh, that, I mean, that's just Clyde Barker, though. The whole Hellraiser bullshit. Yeah, he, yeah he's on some shit. Yeah, but, yep. He likes that shit. Yo, but this is fucking terrifying, man. Cause he's getting his asshole ripped. I mean, just all his ass meat just ripped up. Cheeks getting legitimately clapped all the way up to the back of his neck. God damn. God I mean, damn. There's just no easy way about it. Cause I mean, best case scenario, that's still not a small hook. Even if he just starts and stops. Bro, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. I'm glad they didn't show the It would movie. be a little better if like the hook had like bl like a bladed edge. But no, that's all just it's that's all just full thrusting uh, power. Uh, and then the, the, the grunting man. Like, God. That's the last thing you hear, like, oh hear K Man uh, finish and then like, oh I love the exit though. That was dope. Oh yeah, just Ultimate fuck you. <laughs> that's how you fade out. Enjoy that shit, bitch. <laughs> it was dope. It was dope looking. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm like, oh, that's horrifying. You belong to me. This is how, yeah. If we ever have a black Magneto, this is how he leaves a building. <laughs> Always. 
Always. <laughs> always. He must always leave, like, in a ball. <laughs> you know, this bitch has no choice but to get the fuck out the goddamn window. Like, this is what Does you she do. know she could just stay there. That's she what I'm like, saying. Nah, like, nah, like, what nah. Are they, what are they going to do? What are they going to be like? How did you get out of your restraints, butt fuck this guy to death, and then <laughs> make a giant hole in the window? I, I'm sorry, though. It, it, I, deep down, I'm going out the fucking window because I'm like, I, they're going to think I did it again. This this is bad. This is bad. Nah, why, why the fuck would you even leave? Like, I'm. Well, I'm what do you think? Right what do you think is going to happen? Well, as a black man, I know I got to go out the fucking window. Like, maybe as a white lady, I might I'm stick a around. White woman, like. No, no, no. Privilege. Yeah. I'm right here. Fair yeah, and she got the princess dye haircut and makeup. Yeah. Everything. It's not like, like, think of the implication. How would this even be possible? Like, this 180 pound woman just completely did, obliterated this man's asshole to death. Yeah, she, yeah, she, 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 his ass. Randy, <laughs> if you think that woman was 180 pounds, bro. I don't know. I was, I was we don't know. <laughs> I'm sure she's like 96 pounds and soaking she, wet. She, she got like the adamantium skeleton. That's yeah. hilarious. So I like it when she runs away. She goes straight to the to her apartment complex, right? And she sees Stacy repainting the whole house. Now. I thought this scene was going to be worse. It could have been worse. I, yeah, yeah. I, I thought she was gonna walk yeah. in on some fucking or something. Yeah, I thought she was gonna be like walking right into Trevor raw dogging Stacy, and it's <laughs> just like, and like, well, I guess I get to murder someone for free now. But what's messed up is like, Trevor has a pattern because Stacy's basically who she was when, when Helen was younger. When you think about it, because he was, he's probably always been a professor. They met in class, yada yada. Same situation. That's why she felt oh, threatened yeah, from Jump Street. Oh yeah, she was a graduate student. So right. That makes sense. Getting that too old. Sense. Getting too old. So like he's, you know, he and like they look similar, uh, her and Stacy. But one has perkier titties. How do I know that? We'll get to it. I literally I have a note. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet we all do. So we. <laughs> So, yeah, but, like, the bitch is paying the whole goddamn house pink, and I'm like, uh, how about we just move the fuck out of this apartment complex, because, uh... There was a dead woman here. <laughs> super dead! How do you eat lasagna when Bernadette was, like, fucking... Oh, come on! No and way! you knew her! You a knew fresh her, isn't it? paint, and it's all forgotten. She goes back to Cabrini Green, right, because there's nothing else she could do. So she just digs deeper into this fucking, uh, murder hole, and we find a, 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 like, a altar type situation right yep it was like a church that they built inside cabrini green all right guys this is where i start getting kind of mad at the movie because the movie the movie has certain elements and certain themes and certain things that you could pull and like make cool and kind of like talk the movie up and shit but why does this go sleep why the fuck does candy man get tuckered out why does he need a nap i thought he was like he was blackula just with a different type of thing yeah yeah I understand he has some Dracula moments, guys, but the fuck for? Oh, because oh, you know what? Because he nutted. He nutted yeah. when he when he butt screwed that guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he had to take a little nap to recharge. He's like, no, refractory that was a lot. period. That was a lot. God damn, that boy's spine was rough. Getting through the bones. Yeah, because he had to break through the rib cage. He had to do a lot. Yeah, he was tucking. Yeah, he was tucking out. He's tuckered himself out. <laughs> she she has a hook in her hand because irony, and she hits him in the fucking neck. And he wakes up immediately like, bitch. And uh, he's like, you came from me. He was all happy and shit. <sighs> and he pulls the thing out of his neck. He bleeds, whatever. It doesn't matter because he's fucking a ghost. You know, he's a ghost. That's why I was wondering, how do ghosts bleed? Who cares? How, why do ghosts nap? 
Because he's the undead now. And it's also, like, he has like oh. a weird, like, I guess putting his finger in a baby's mouth sustains a kid for an entire month. It's a lot. So it gets weird. He glamored her so hard, they actually cut how hard he glamored her. They actually trimmed that for time. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, and he picks her up and walks with her, right? And she, he's like, what's the matter? I'm scared of what? Uh, dying or just the hereafter? She's like, both. Like, bitch, it's cool. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Baby, you don't have to worry about nothing. I'm about to lay your ass down. And then, um, uh, did he? Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. All right. All right. Yeah, I did. Cause that was also another rough edit. Cause, 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 cause he, he, he hook blaster. Oh yeah. But then it was like rough cut bees on the hand. Like was what? What? And then open I chest. Hook had another like attachment. And like I don't know. But like I mean, they didn't know the stories. Never said anything bad happened to your penis. But then maybe. But then again, his whole midsection is fucked. So maybe I don't know. Oh my god, did he put the hook in his fucking stump as an extension of his penis? Is that what's happening right now? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Did he always have like a curved dick? Is that is that what, what's going on? There's so many questions. There's too many questions. There's too many questions, guys. And that's what keeps him that's what keeps him sustained. The more questions you ask, it keeps him power. Yeah, well, he's right. strong as fuck right now, because I don't understand the cause the, the okay, hook near the pussy. What? Before you have a time to even get your mind right, bees on a bitch hand. You're like, what? Then he opens his fucking jacket up. Nigga has no chest. Just bees and bones and blood and bees. And I'm like, why do we hear bees the whole fucking move? What the fuck's going on? What? Before I get that get shit together, he opens his mouth. Actual bees in his goddamn mouth. That's not CG because CG was garbage back then. So they put dental dam in his fucking mouth and That's bees. Right. And props to Tony Todd because he's like, if I'm getting stung, y'all motherfuckers paying me a grand per sting. He walked away with 23K. Damn. Fucking they right, Tony. <laughs> and they, that's. Yo, yeah. props to Tony because old girl didn't have a fucking, like, literally, she was like, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm allergic to bees. And they took her to a doctor, like, well, you're more allergic to wasps. We'll be fine. And they used newborn bees. They used newborn yeah. bees who were like, like, they're like, they're like 12 hours old. So they're like, uh, they're not prone to sting. And they like basically smeared queen pheromones all over them. That's why, that's how that was able to happen the way it was. But her, uh, he kisses her in the mouth with the bees, and and something happens, right? Is this is this why the ending happened the way it happened? Think I, so. Yes. Uh, yeah. But what was his ultimate plan? There's a lot. Okay. I told you. Let's keep transformation. Moving. Let's keep yeah. moving. Yeah. So he he she's knocked the fuck out from coming or dying or I don't know. There's a lot happening, guys. Uh, Reborn. Does he come bees? Is that what that is? Yes, he honeycombed. He blew a load <laughs> in her face. He wow, wow. wow. He's that honey nut Cheerio. <laughs> ah, damn it. Ah, damn it. Even better. Even better. So, uh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> and he takes the baby and he's like, "There's gonna be a new miracle." What are you talking about? I, I still thought don't... that was like I literally thought he was just transferring his power into the baby. That right, and that would have made sense because that would. Or 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 is he referring to, or, or is he referring to him coming back as a ghost as a miracle? And he's also like, it's not so bad being a rumor, nigga. What are you? What are you? What are you doing? What is happening? Because like at first I was like, oh, why, why is he after this white chick? And now after watching the movie, I'm like, he, uh, he, was, I don't know what he was doing. He was riffing it. He was just playing jazz the whole time. 
We really didn't have an ending for this movie. So He's a jazz musician whatever. of slashers. Like he, he was just playing it by ear, just riffing, riffing all day. Yeah. Yeah. He just wanted to kill people. I mean, that's what he does. Did he though? Because he only really killed like two people. He only yeah. killed two people. Yeah, maybe uh, I, I don't. It's it's a lot, guys. Hold on. So okay. So look, she wakes up after getting uh, be fucked. I don't know. <laughs> Her pussy's okay. This was another reason why I'm confused if the hook did anything. Because she got up and just walked. And wasn't she didn't like limp or like I don't All right. So <laughs> she she wakes up and she's looking for Anthony and she hears him crying. He's in, he's inside the trash, the trash pile. The laziest ghetto wicker man of all time. He's in that. He's crying. No, I had the same thought. I had the same thought. I was like, this is it's supposed to be Wicker Man because the original novel was set in England or whatever. I'm like, they didn't know what to do, like you said earlier. So they're like, bonfire. Yeah, just a pile of shit. And she takes the hook because what, what can what can happen? What can go wrong having the hook in your hand right now? Woo! So she goes, she's using the hook for utilitarian purposes, right? But Jake wakes up because he hears rummaging and goddamn baby crying and shit. He looks out and all he sees is just the hook. And he's like, oh shit, Candyman's back. Fuck this. Gets the whole squad. This is what happens, guys. We have nothing but black people living together. We have different types of fire drills, apparently. We have fire drills where uh, we set the fires because there's a crazy ghost about. And that's fine. I have no problem with this protocol. I really don't. Whoever came up with this plan. Yeah, that was like, hey, it's time. Grab the gas Most realistic part. It really is. Because, like, this, I mean, like, a part of me was like, how dare you? But at the same time, it's like, this is a good plan. It's like, whoever sees it rallies the crowd together and grabs the first torch. And everyone just had gasoline on deck. So, this is a prepared plan. This is plan 0.267 in Article 9. Like, this is a thing. Y'all heard about that thing that happened in Japan, right? Okay. So, what we going to do is get the gas cans ready. (laughs) And whenever somebody's shit gets weirded out, we're going to burn the fucking place down. Yep. Goddamn I mean, right. That happens for real, though. It happens for real. People be like having trouble with houses, people selling drugs, getting murdered, raped and stuff. They just like burn that motherfucker down. Yeah. So. Start over. I love how nobody hears the baby, though, because they're too busy. Yeah, like, right? So damn loud. They're too busy, like, loudly marching and, like, break dancing, like somebody plays some music. <laughs> I don't know, just bullshit. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Going down the hallway? <laughs> it was just weird. I love how the, the I mean the mob does not fuck around at all. And Candyman no. like is counting on these black people to not just be so ready to kill some shit. So he pops out in the rubble somehow. Honestly, this whole setup makes no sense. Like, why is there a nice little like cubby area in this trash? Moving on. He he covers her mouth and the she's like was. Yeah, uh, That's right. gross. Yeah, there's a it's a protection bubble and nobody wanna to touch that mattress. So he's like, he covers her mouth, and like his plan is to basically, in my head, have them all die because he was robbed of his white woman and baby. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. So now he can be together with his family. Right. He can pass on. Like he could he could pass on and actually be at rest. But at the same time, what? Because what what the fuck was all this other shit? What was all this other? Like to make her live in infamy? Because when she woke up, she saw graffiti saying it was always Helen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was always you, Helen, yeah. Yeah, and, and then we see that, like, oh, because when she went up there into the fucking lair, there was, like, somebody, either him or the congregation, quote-unquote, um, painted the depiction of what happened to his ass, right? I thought it was him. Like, he was the artist. He was so the artist, like, right. But they cut off his art hand, right? 
Yeah, that's another good question. That's another good point. But he's also magic. I don't know, guys. Powers. I don't know. Oh no, he said the congregation. So I'm thinking that's what they did. Because they know, have an altar, like right. They they, yeah. they have they have like a like it's a it's like I think a congregation is a thing, but it wasn't shown because like somebody Which had to why paint. I thought like Jake and the mom were part of this like Candyman thing, where it's like because. Obviously, has somebody has to hear this baby crying, right? But if you, the, if you're doing a con- standing right but, here, but, but here's the other part though. It, but if, if wait, but there, if there is a following or a congregation, why would they be so quick to kill Candyman? It's it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. See, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. You know, life is full of questions. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. So Candyman is like, bitch, I'm gonna kill us all, ho. It's like we're gonna be one big happy family. And she's like, fuck that. And like we get, I guess it's a Dracula callback. She puts a flaming stake in his chest, and he's just like that fucks him up, good and plenty. He's like pretty much done at this point. There's a lot of flailing, and like bitch, goddamn it, bitch, come back here, ah, my chest. And I wasn't ready Wait, for this. Not time, time, time out. Please, I'm sorry. Jump in. He doesn't have a chest. Well, I mean, he has he has a sternum. Yeah, <laughs> he's got bones. He got a sternum. And he's a ghost. He hit the honeycomb. She stabs. <laughs> She hit the queen bee in his chest. I don't know. Yeah, she hit the queen bee. He was a thousand bees holding the shape together. <laughs> she hit the one bee. Was he a million ants from fucking uh? <laughs> but I, I, look, it's a lot. It's a lot. Of, it's a, but it, it was a Dracula callback. I, 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 it was on fire for Christ's sake. It was a, it was a flaming hot callback. Hits him in the chest. He's like, bro, what the fuck? And she tries to crawl out. Now your boy was not ready for this part. I was not ready for this part because her white privilege. And her plot armor just went to doo-doo at this point because everything fell on this bitch. And everything was on fire that fell on this chick. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because like the first, when the first log hit her in the back, I was like, she'll be fine. But then like when she couldn't move and she just got set on fire, I was like, oh, fuck. Then when she was crawling out of the rubble with her whole fucking Betty White wig in flames. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked like Cynthia from the Rugrats. That's what I wrote. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, ah, That's exactly what I wrote down. That's brilliant, both of y'all. That is. She was a rap dude. She was a chicken rap. She was done, done. Oh yeah, yeah. Done and like Tony Todd's character. You know, Candyman's fucked all the way. He's he's fully rotisserized at this point, right? And fucking like she's like saves the baby. She she saves Anthony. And every everyone's like, oh shit. I like how <laughs> the movie's like, hey y'all, shut the fuck up. Like in the audible, the rest of this film. We're not, I don't care what y'all think anybody's saying, just whatever makes the most sense, that's what they're saying. So she's crawling out. She hands the baby to uh, uh to Anne Marie and just Ugh, dies. Dies a goddamn hero. She's a hero in the hood. All they know is Candy Man was in the trash. <laughs> For some reason, with a baby. No, they ain't know there was a baby somehow. They just thought Candyman was in the trash, rooting around in the trash, whatever, burning down. They were, she went I in. Mean, somebody had to be looking for this kid for the last month. Dude, no one, yeah. no one was. Because even, even um, Emery gave up. She was like, I guess yeah. they just ain't going to look for my baby. My baby dead, I guess. Fuck. You, you think they would check the trash anyway? So, <laughs> you want to check the trash pile and be sure? The nah. big ominous pile that just been there for a party that never happened? The party. They did, they the baby was it. in like she, the baby was in the church, two doors down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got to be what? Too many questions. Moving on. Doesn't matter. White 
White lady Post-match. saves the baby. White lady saves the baby. She fucking dies and actually sacrifices her life for a black baby. What? That's never happened. Yeah, it hasn't. It's <laughs> the first time I've seen that on film from for me personally. I was like, oh, shit. So when she dies, white folks don't see her as a hero. All they know is that she's an evil, crazy, knife-gutting-ass bitch. But the hood knows that she's a goddamn hero. So at the funeral, which honestly... The shots of her in the coffin creepy as fuck to me. I don't know why. I was already creeped out. Like, unless her eyes were going to open. There was no reason to show her in the casket dead. Like, I thought. I was like, okay, so she's going to, like, bust out of this thing. Right. You cheating, bitch. Yeah. I don't know. They gave her her hair and makeup back. I mean, she went from looking like Anakin Skywalker to Princess Die again, so. I mean, they, they had to put flowers on the back of the head because they ran out of hair material. Like, yeah, like, like, this, like, this, okay, this is all the pubes she had. On. It's fine. They had to sail at Michael's. It's okay. Yeah, we only have so much, so many pubes. We have, we'll, we'll, we'll finger wave it. We'll finger wave it. We don't want to. We don't want to bury her with good hair. We just, you know, whatever. <laughs> Doll hair is fine. <laughs> Again, AfroHairStore.com. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect place to do it. Um. <laughs> So <laughs> at the funeral, there's like nobody there. There's only like Purcell bitch ass was there, and then um uh, Trevor and his girl, which is just disrespectful. What a fucking dick, though. Why disrespectful. would you bring your side piece to your wife's Dis- funeral? Disrespectful. Well, what's she gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the disrespect is heavy on that, though. I'm sorry. Yeah. My God. I mean, I can't say anything because there's still more people that'll be at my funeral, but. <laughs> I, I wish my wife would bring her side nigga to my funeral. It's going to be a black grudge part two. <laughs> Out of the coffin. Anyway, <laughs> the black folks show up, right? That was nice. And then I had more questions. So you mean to tell me that you realize Candyman's real? Y'all take the relic from this fucking corpse. And not only do you take it, you put it in your jacket against your chest. <laughs> yeah. And you let the little boy do it? like what he had the most innocent power it wouldn't hurt him that much i couldn't bro could you dude that was in somebody's booty hole i don't know why you would throw it into the grave like are you just trying to resurrect something they were burying that made no sense and then like then they made a loud clunk noise too like bump like wake up bitch oh yeah (laughs) no seriously I was mad about this because I'm like, that casket is like $5,000. And you just throw in the goddamn heavy-ass metal hook at it, going to put a dent in it. Oh, yeah. They scuffed no. the fuck out of that shit. Yeah, because that's the important thing. Bury her with $5,000 worth of metal. Why not? Yeah, hey, well, it's not my fault the funeral industry is making money off of people. Yeah, we already took pot shots at them in Bad Boys too. It, 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 it's, I know. It, it's a crooked business. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 have at least enough to curl to not. I mean, like we, we can still see the coffin, guys. Like, can you at least wait yeah. before you chunk that bitch in there, that barbed motherfucking thing? Anyway, it made no sense. But why whatever. did you just melt it down? Just turn it into something but else. Why would you? That. Why would you put a killer's thing in the grave of a hero? Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? That's like if you're burying they Superman. Statue. That's like if you bury Superman, you just throw fucking like the the, the shank that killed him from Doomsday. Yeah. Just threw it in there. Like, here you go, bitch. Yeah. Bump, enjoy. I just wanted you to remember, even in even in death, that you died be this way. <laughs> or it could have been worse. Maybe that's what it was. It could have been worse. You could have <laughs> you could have got filleted like a shrimp. Here you go. I thought it was actually a, like there's a there's a Harry Potter thing where it's actually a spell. Oh God. <laughs> it's a horcrux. Tell me yeah. the spell. Explain it. Well, okay, it, break it down for me because I don't know what the fuck a horcrux. Okay, is. so 
So in the Goblet of Fire, the guy actually resurrects himself using a potion and the bone of his father, the blood of his enemy, and the hand of his actual faithful servant. Oh. And he can, you can use all these things to bring yourself back from nothingness. Oh, dude. Wait, maybe, it, maybe it was one then. Could that, that sounds legit. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. They, black folks do they do horcruxes and shit. <laughs> and they threw it in there. And we cut to Trevor finally, finally realizing that maybe I'm I'm being an asshole. <laughs> and he starts to feel bad. He's trying to get his shit together. But I can't focus on that because Stacy's titties are so prominent through that shirt. And I had to like rewind to catch what the fuck was happening because I was too busy, like, because I'm counting that for skin deep. Back and to the left. Because I because I like I understand she had a shirt on. But I don't know what material this was made from. But this is, this is clearly... I know Charmin made a line of t-shirts. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's... I mean, god damn. But so, so you saw this coming, Rainy, of her coming back as a ghost? Yeah. I guess because of the hook being thrown in her goddamn grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. I'm a dummy. I'm Magic. a dummy. <laughs> but the bitch shows up and she looks hilarious because she's like... She has like the fucking alienation head now because she's... <laughs> And she shows up as a ghost. He's like, well, you're, you're scared, bitch. And she yams him up in the paint. I mean, she goes taint first. You know Trevor, it. Trevor, you scared? Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> but she, you know, she goes grundle first. And she <laughs> yanks him up. And you see the look in her face. She's old-facing. Mm-hmm. And then I cut back to the boy with getting his booty hole ripped open in the hospital. And I realized... They're enjoying this. This is this is an extension of their fucking uh, genitals. I don't like this at all. At all. Cause now every murder is gross. And now I understand why he went after Bernadette so quick fast. Cause he cause he didn't look at her angrily. He didn't look at her mad. He was just like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I got to gut that. I'm gonna possess her to get inside of you. Yeah, I'm gonna get up in your guts. And, and unfortunately, you're not. It's not the way that you want it. It's gonna you're be not gonna like this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna be in the guts, but unfortunately, it's gonna be everywhere. <laughs> it's gonna be a mess still, but not the mess that you. Moving on. Yeah, he gets fucked all the way up, and he dies hilariously into the bathtub. And when she's, you know what? Nice callback to The Shining. I feel like. One old girl opened the door and she was just screaming with the, with the fucking knife in her hand, like flipping the fuck out. Yep. Yeah. And it's also, I like how they're like kind of foreshadowing that that bitch might go to jail too. I like that. Yeah. Yes. I thought that's exactly what was going to happen. It's like, now I can like murder people and blame you. <laughs> so, this is where it gets a little weird for you, boy, as far as feelings are concerned. Because we, we have tropes. We have tropes that have names. We talked about Magical Negro. We talked about. Uh, all this other shit, right? And we get legitimately a St. Helen Bureau white savior portrait for the end. And it's her with her hair on fire looking like Jean Grey on her best day. And we realize that she's legit. I mean, with the music and everything, she's legitimately the white savior. Like, legitimately a white savior. Yeah. And I didn't know how to feel about the movie at that point. <laughs> and they zoom in slowly into her eyes and I got creeped out again. I was like, okay, I'm back. I'm scared. <laughs> the flaming head white woman. Terrifying. Oh, but this does answer one of your questions. Mm. So maybe it was the congregation that was painting it because if Candyman's dead, I mean, sequels aside, 
Right. Then he didn't paint that. No. True. But also, the fuck, man? Well, um, <laughs> why? Why would you paint the shit if you're so ready to burn this motherfucker? So many questions. Magic. Also, <laughs> like, I understand that the gang member who was, you know, imposters as Candyman, his name was Sweets. But what the fuck does Sweets to the Sweets mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Just give, give me blunts at all times and you'll live? Like, say that. Yes. Show that. Show yes. Show them offering blunts to him so he won't beat their ass. It's too much. Too many questions. Also, who's running wild with the doo-doo still? He's still out there. <laughs> that's, Dude, the real, that's, that's the real criminal. That's the, the real crook. He's still out there like, as long as y'all ain't fucking with my bathroom. Just slathering it on the goddamn wall. All right, man. Says in the fucking candy man, dude. It, 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 it's, a, it's a lot. To, oh, another thing. Um, so Jordan Pill. Okay, so like the Cabrini Green projects no longer exist. What is in its place as a huh? They get burned down. It got demolished. I thought it got burned down. It got demolished in real life. Um, um oh. it got demolished, and there's a Dick Sporting Goods now where it is. <laughs> it's haunted. So no chopped it off. So Jordan Pill. Is gonna make a supposedly like the, the angle they're gonna do is gonna be a, a spiritual successor, kind of like you know, kind of like they're doing with Halloween and everything, where they're not gonna talk about the other two movies and they're going to set it in gentrified Cabrini Green. I'm excited. Oh, in in her apartment. <laughs> I'm excited. No, and and no, in the in the area the area now currently that's gentrified because they gentrified the fuck out of a Cabrini Green now. It's gentrified as fuck, oh, and that's where it's gonna be set. It's still gonna be set in that location. After gentrification, I'm excited. Oh, I'm okay. excited. Jordan Peele, so yeah. I mean, that's that's basically the, my, what I had in mind is like you build it and you disturb the ground and you unleash all these Negro spirits now, and it's just like okay. I mean, we might get our black grudge. It might happen. Black grudge. <laughs> it's, 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 it happen. But uh, <laughs> it's tally time. Let's find out how many people. Jesus Christ got split open like booty, and let's get into our body count. Yeah. Random Randy Savage. I counted four. Yeah, man. That's it. That's four? it. I, I got dead. six. You got six? Yeah. Okay, we got Little Boy Penis. We got... Uh, no, no, we had the homegirl at the beginning, right? Off screen. Yeah. Bernadette. Should we count that? Because that could have been from a story, though. Bernadette. Yep. Dr. Burke. The right. Candyman himself. True. Helen. And Trevor. Okay. Oh, yeah. Trevor, too. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that makes way more. Sorry, I'm not trying to be a no. You good? You good? No, shut up, dude. Uh, that was helpful. Like I wrote off the the initial white chicks death because it was so weird and just seemed like bullshit. Uh, I didn't even count Candyman, and I don't know. Why <laughs> I guess I, I guess because he, we knew he comes back, so it's kind of like, did he die? Yeah, fair he enough. Die? I mean, he is a ghost. A ghost. It's it's we'll, we'll say we'll say asterisk six, six. whatever six. Yeah. So it's, no so it's four dead and one busted because you only can bust ghosts right so there you go <laughs> done that's hilarious all right guys time for everybody's favorite subject the nudity let's get skin deep it's about to get skin deep I just wanna see a little feet. Just show me that boy Just a little bit of titties Right now, right now Ooh, boy. 
Now, guys, we got two pairs of tits, but um, we have super sad, t- super depressing, sad titties covered in blood, like big time. I enjoy that at all. But we also had tantalizingly draped titties, which I have no problem with. So, um, not too bad. I don't know, man. That that cop, that lady cop, had me. I felt like there was more to that scene. I was scared. <laughs> I was just scared. I was really scared for her. Nice. Slide across the floor. Like, um, what? But uh, yeah, man. <laughs> let's, let's let's talk about our favorite character in the entire movie, the the true hero. Let's find out our Joe Grizzly recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Let's start with our guest, Desmond Dunn. Who was your Joe oh, Grizzly? Man, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Bernadette. Word. She had common sense the whole time. She was just trying to be a good friend. And I think her being sexy is what got her destroyed by that hook. <laughs> Dude, he wasn't mad. When he looked at her, he was not angry. No. He was like, oh, shit. Who's this bitch? Okay. <laughs> Murder. <clears throat> that grunting, the grunting is like <laughs> the, so worst worse. Ugh. <laughs> so the worst part. The grunting is so like. Oh, kill me, God! It's the worst. It's I the be worst here anymore. If he, if they showed him after every time he kills somebody, put his hand up against the wall with his head down, like fucking <laughs> <laughs> stroke. Woo! Shit makes a sandwich. <laughs> if that was a half-eating sandwich on his chest when he was sleeping in church, I'd have been like, "All right, it's yep. a, he officially nutted." But uh, <laughs> um, Randy, who was your who was your Joe Grizzly? Well, it's gonna be a uh, Detective Frank. Oh God, that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't remember the fact that he was locking up a white woman. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Could have been like, "I got you, bitch." I'll give you that. I'll definitely give you that. Um, hmm. I gotta give it to Anne Marie. Fair enough. I'm gonna give Fair it to Anne Marie because because like she she thought she found the killer of the baby and immediately went to whooping the fuck out of her ass. Like she was gonna win. Yeah. She was gonna win. Like straight fuck up. Like and, and and then the double up that she didn't give a fuck. She went to confirm the kill. Like I I got I gotta hand it to her. She's fine. Yeah, as fuck. yeah. She's fine. She got as hit fuck. with that cleaver and still went at it. Still went at it. Didn't give a fuck. And like was not okay. At all, like she was about to be her own grudge ghost if she died of natural causes. It, it was like she was on her way. She was on her goddamn way, and she's just fine as fuck. I'm sorry, Vanessa. Vanessa Williams is fine. She's just fine. She's a vampire. She still looks exactly. She looks so you know? good. She bathes in the blood of the innocent, right? I mean, shit. Uh, 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 what's her face? Uh, Lemons. Casey Lemons is still get the mm. biz. I'm yep. sorry. She still catch it. From milfing ass. Anyway. But um, it's time of time, guys. Knee pads or slippers. What that means, if we truly enjoy this movie, we give it a maximum of two knee pads when we fall to the worst position. Given the movie is just due, or if we think this is a deluxe family pack of ass, we give it two hater slippers where we slide on both feet and literally just smear doo-doo on the walls and write up stories and shit and essays on the wall. Let's start with our guest, motherfucking Desmond Dunn. Honestly, dude, you kicked ass today. For this is awesome having you on, bro. Thanks, man. Put knee pads and slippers, uh, bro. I'm, I'm going two two knee pads. I have to. I feel you. I have to. But but why? Why? Because 
because it should be a horrible movie. It should not be a good movie by any measure. Like, the acting is okay, but, like, the things that sell to me is there's a lot of world building. That doo-doo is scarier than shit to me. Ah, puns. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't mean to do that, but, like, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, Candyman is kind of original. People always think it's, like, an urban legend, but this is where it came from. And I, I think it's interesting. And the whole thing just comes together and make a package for me. Plus, it's, it's a guilty pleasure kind of movie, man. Like, you don't watch this trying to make sense of it. Too sure. It's just to scare people and have a good time. Can't hate that. No, I'm, I'm not mad at it at all. Random Randy Savage, knee pads or slippers. So I gave it um, one knee pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because it is not a good movie. And it has holes. And it leaves a lot of questions to be answered, but it's still fun to watch. It's still entertaining. I was still intrigued by the story and the fact that, it, yeah, it did create this urban legend out of nothing. And I was like, oh, that's pretty badass. And the fact that, like, this should have been a thing way beforehand. And I'm pretty sure there was a Candyman murderer. And, like, I mean, and it's like it creates its own, like, rumor mill. And it just perpetuates its own scariness. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's still, the movie's shit. But it's still fun to watch. <laughs> but yeah, man, I gotta give this one knee pad only because um, so many goddamn questions and like so many inconsistencies. But like, it's a, it's still kind of a good movie. And like, especially after I try to watch the sequel, oh my god, it's awful, <laughs> so bad. It's Farewell so bad. To the flesh. Oh, it sound like a DMX uh, like mixtape. It really. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna dig up in your ass. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, only only watch it to see Purcell catch catch that death. But then you don't see Candyman for a good grip, and it's just a lot of white people with really bad New Orleans accents. It's awful. It's fucking awful. I couldn't get through it. I couldn't get through it. I, I had to stop. It was just pissing me off. It, it didn't have the charm of the first one, and um, you know, and then like me looking into Cabrini Green, it gave me reason to do that, which is bored. I mean, honestly, if they if if they could have gotten like more of like if they, if they could have just figured out a way to make this more cohesive this would have been like a 2d pad for goddamn sure but like i can't reward the slapdash confusionness and then like the dope monologues of tony todd making no sense if you actually read what he's saying i can't give it a perfect score but it's still damn good it's it's a high it's a high one knee pad for sure for fucking sure but um goddamn man that, that's fucking it we did it we spent a lot more time than I thought we would on this bitch, but it's, it's so much. <laughs> there's so much to this fucking movie, dude. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. But uh, Dez, you said you got you got a new show you're gonna be working on soon, right? Yeah, yeah. There'll be some stuff. Just watch uh watch it, and of course I'll let you guys know. But yeah, probably be some true crime, weird, strange kind of stuff, things like that. Word, man. Well, you let us know. We'll definitely pimp the stuff out. But like, I gotta keep this promise, man. I gotta do it, bro. I promise you forever. Yeah, man. no. I, I feel like an asshole. It, like, you messaged me and I was like, "What? No, my classes start tonight." And I was like, "You said like it's candy, man." I was like, "Okay, fuck it, I'm there." Oh, you know, <laughs> I, I got I got a three point eight nine. I could take a hit for a day. I'm- oh man, I appreciate that, dog. Good looking out, man. Hey. Uh, but yeah, dude, thank you for coming on, Desi. So fucking much, man. Uh, shout out to the uh, fucking Geek Geek World All Stars. Uh, Castaways, uh, Movie Pod Squad, H Town Pods. You know. Shout out to all y'all. And uh, oh yeah, congratulations to Dan and Cody for hitting uh, 200 episodes. And um, Randy, you got anything, man? No, I mean, you got everyone else. <laughs> Word. All right, guys, we'll catch y'all next week when we're doing uh, Fear of a Black Hat. Peace.
Yoga, fine. 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 Yoga